We need the peace that passes all understanding to guard our hearts, souls, minds in Christ Jesus. We need that. Amen, church? I mean, we need that. And uh, now more than ever, uh, we need the peace of God. So, um, Peace from Christ is the title of the message, My Confidence This Christmas. Peace from Christ, my confidence this Christmas. So here's what I'm confident of. I'm confident that we have a gift for you. Because we worked really hard. Shelly Schrant, we have a gift for you. You're watching online. I'm sure you are. Actually, they're out doing farm chores right now. I will be delivering this to, to the Schrant's house in St. Charles. So we have the Haynes on here. We have some people, Lanners, they're not going to be here tonight. But like we have tons of gifts. Um, and again, I get to play Santa after we're done with the service, um, and not tonight, but sometime this week before Christmas, I get to play Santa and get everybody a gift. You guys excited about that? Did you get a gift? Okay, some did, some didn't. You got to come up and find your name. If we accidentally put the wrong last name, like Mel Vold, that was cool. Mel Vold. I don't know how we got a Mel Vold, but we did. We got a Mel Vold. So we, fig- we figured it out. It's good. Um, So, here's the deal. We're going to focus on peace tonight, and here's how I want to start. I want to ask you this. I'm just wondering, who is the best, because we're thinking about Christmas. Kids, are you thinking about Christmas? Kids, are you thinking about Christmas? As is. Great. Okay, me and you. Uh, Who's the best gift giver at your house? Can you get it in your mind? Who's the best gift giver in your house? In your family? Extended family? You got like an uncle that's like dynamite gift giver? You're like, I hope Uncle John comes because when he comes, bam, I'm getting a good present. Maybe it's you. And I hope it would be you. Okay? I know we don't all have the same means and you know, you got to be with inside of your means. But you know, my kids this year, they did a ton of like art. And gave a ton of really cool, got some barn wood and gave some really cool presents away to people. And so they, they were the best gift givers in our extended family this year. But here's the thing. I want you, I want you to open the Bible to John 16, okay? We're just going to get after two verses and another uh, side passage. But John 16, 32 through 33, and I want to show you from Scripture who is the best gift giver in all of eternity. I was going to say the world, and that's true, but in all of eternity, okay? The best gift giver. I probably just gave it away right there. And I want to show you what he longs to give you this Christmas season. So let me read verse 32. If you're in John chapter 16, verse 32, say you're there. All right, here we are. John 16, 32 says, Behold, listen, Everybody listen up. The hour, we know that to be the cross, is coming. Indeed, it has come. Jesus is like, it's today. It's within 24 hours. It has come. When you will be scattered, each to his own home, and will leave me alone. Does that sound familiar to anybody? Scattered to your own home? Leaving one another alone? Yeah, it sounds like eerily familiar. Yet I am not alone. This is key. I want you to pick this up because if you felt lonely this time, and a lot of times people feel lonely at Christmas, it's a real thing. Yet I am not alone. Jesus wasn't alone on the cross. 
for the Father is with me. There it is. The Father is with me. And then he says, I have said these things to you that in me you may have peace. That's our word. Peace from Christ. My confidence this Christmas. That you may have peace in me, right? That you may have peace in the world. You will have tribulation. Is that true? I mean, did he lie? He did not lie. In the world, we have tribulation. But take heart. I have overcome the world. Take heart. I have overcome the world. So here's how I'm going to get after it tonight. Peace comes from my confidence in. And I'm going to answer that three times. Peace comes from my confidence in. In what, Steve? What's the, what's the Sunday school answer? Any kids have the Sunday school answer? Because I got candy today. Okay, you know, this is how it was at my church growing up. It's like, if you could say the name, what's the name? Jesus. Who said that? That was Ed. Ed, come on. If you could say the name Jesus as a kid, right, it was like candy was coming your way. So, so that's how it goes. Like, peace comes from Jesus. Like I was like had my hand raised all the time, right? And then and then and then it's like peace comes from my confidence in. You're like, answer's still Jesus. Well, I'm gonna give you a little deeper answer than that. I'm gonna explain it to you a little bit more. But again, all right, here's what I'm gonna do. I'm I'm coming. I'm coming out. I'm just gonna give the C family all the candy. All right? Because they have faithfully served our church over the last couple weeks, and we're going to miss you guys. And uh, I'm really grateful. Yeah, Maul is getting all the candy. Come on. I love it. All right, you guys share that. And uh, make sure you guys get a gift on the way out. Because I didn't write your name on a present, but I know we have extra ones, okay? Here it is. Peace comes from, little sidebar, peace comes from my confidence in, sure, Pat answer, Sunday school answer, Jesus. But let's go deeper than that. You want to go deeper than that? All right, flip back. He says that in me you may have peace. So I want to show you, this isn't the first time in the upper room discourse that he said the word peace. I want to show you what Jesus gave you in peace. So look back at chapter 14. Chapter 14, we'll start in verse 25. Chapter 14, verse 25. I'm going to give you three things here. Peace comes from my confidence in, the first one is the instruction of Jesus. Peace comes from the instruction of Jesus. Look at it in verse 25. These things I have spoken to you while I am still with you. Bam, there it is. I've said some things. There's gospels written. The disciples wrote down the words that he had through the power of the Holy Spirit. They were... The Holy Spirit reminded them, hey, oh, he said that. Oh, he had said that. Oh, yeah, I remember when he did that miracle. And they wrote it down so that you could have instruction from Jesus himself. The very man that walked this earth, God-man, said some things, and you're holding it in your hand. I mean, just think about that. Does that bring you peace? Every time I'm kind of sideways this year, I go back to the Word. And I start reading the word, and I'm like, all of a sudden, this peace comes over me. It's not normal. It's not, it's, there's no other book you could pick up with that happening to you. So, 
The first thing is, peace comes from my confidence in the instruction of Jesus. Verse 25 again. These things I have spoken to you while I'm still with you. But the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I have said to you. All that I have said to you. Peace I leave you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give you. Let not your hearts be troubled. Remember why they were troubled? Because he said he was going away. They didn't ask him, where are you going? They were like, why are you leaving? Right? They didn't ask him who, who he was sending. They are just like, why do you have to leave? I thought we were going to do something cool together. All right. Just to finish it out, let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. And then there's more, but I'll get to that in the third point. So the instruction of Jesus. He says, I have spoken in verse 25. At the first part, they say 27a, if, if you're like a Bible scholar. 27a, the A, B, C. The first part of verse 27 says, peace I leave with you. Peace is freedom from worry. It's eternal rest. It's secure confidence. That's what peace is. Jesus is leaving a secure confidence with you. And he's leaving it first with the instruction of the word. So just, just humor me. Here it is. What did Jesus leave behind for us? Bringing peace and confidence. What did he leave? Let's just, let's just recount the things we know. Okay, church? What did Jesus leave for us? Leave behind as he went to heaven to be with the Father. What did he leave behind? Okay? He's left the Holy Spirit. He's left peace. What else? empty grave. What else? His word. Okay, I wrote down five things. Okay, here they are. First one, and a lot of you pegged them. The first one is the blood-stained cross. A sufficient sacrifice for sins. Once for all. Come on now. Like, he left a cross with his own blood on it as he died for you and me. He left the empty grave. Way to go, Caitlin. You're like, in my mind. He left an empty grave. Victory over sin and death. That's what he left us. We have victory in him. And in all that he's done in raising from the dead. He left his spoken word. The teaching. The truth, we'll call it. He left the truth for you. You can know the truth. And the truth can set you free. He left his perfect example of God's love for us. Selfless love. Remember that example? What was it? Chapter 13, he washed their feet. He said, hey, I'm your teacher. I'm your Lord. I'm your rabbi. And you see what I did for you? That's, that's unheard of. But I want you to do that for other people. I want you to have selfless love towards one another. And then he wrapped it up at the end of chapter 13 by saying, a new commandment I give to you, that you love one another. Just as I have loved you, you also love one another. He gave a selfless, agape love. So, the cross, the grave, the truth, love, bringing peace and confidence. Here's the point. He gave you the instruction of Jesus. Will you apply it?
And I wrote down, I must apply it. I must apply it. I have to apply it. When I read it, I need to obey it. There's one last thing. I'm going to come back to it. There's one last thing that Jesus left behind for us. And it's probably the most powerful thing. He left himself in the presence, the person of the Holy Spirit. God left him. He's like, hey, I'm going to be with you. You can abide in me through the Holy Spirit. And so the second point, peace comes from my confidence in, first, the instruction of Jesus, the Word of God, second, and apply it, second, peace comes from my confidence in the indwelling Holy Spirit. I don't know if you've ever felt the Spirit. I don't know if it's a real thing to you. But the day I accepted Christ, I was 16, 1992, okay, January 15th, almost 17 years old, and it was like my sin was on me. It was heavy. That was the conviction of the Holy Spirit. And when I confessed my sin and accepted the payment, Jesus Christ's blood payment for my sacrifice for my sins, I felt free. That's the Holy Spirit. And then I went on to say, God, this new Steve, this free me, I'll do whatever you want me to do. Which I thought meant I'm going to be a missionary in Africa because I was a good Baptist kid, right? So I'm like, oh, for sure I'm going to be a missionary in Africa. And, and God cut off my missionary in Africa. Where in Africa should you think I should go? Thought with his spirit, right? And he said, love and lead the people of Rochester. At that point, I had no idea what that meant. I, just meant. I didn't even know God spoke to me. I didn't even know. I was just like, why did I think that? That's weird. That has nothing to do with Africa. Right? And now, over time, and reading the scriptures and knowing God, it's like, oh, that was God speaking to me. That's the Holy Spirit. That's what he does. He leads you in a direction. He guides you. He reminds you of what Jesus did. And he gets you where God wants you to go. The indwelling Holy Spirit gives you a ton of confidence. Now, he's the helper. He's the Holy Spirit. He'll teach you all things. Look at verse uh, 26. Because we're getting this right from the Bible. This isn't like, oh, Steve just decided he'd do a message on peace and he just decided he'd say a few things. Like, this is what the Bible says. So look at verse 26. But the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name... He will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I've said to you. It's like they build on one another. You have the instruction of Jesus in the Word of God. And then he's like, the Holy Spirit inside of you is going to let the lion out of its cage. When you read the scriptures, it's going to come alive. Bam! I love that. And when I sit down and read it, and it's like, whoa, I've never even thought that. Never even heard that. Never understood that before. He brings remembrance to all that I have said to you. And then it says, peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. What did he give you? He gave you the Spirit. That's what he's given you. He's giving you peace in the Holy Spirit. So look at verse uh, 15. I'm just going to, I got time. I'm going to read for you 15 through 23. Chapter 14, if you're online, sorry I haven't been saying it. We're in chapter 14 now of John. Verse 15. I'm just going to read it straight through. If you love me, you will keep my commandments. 
And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another helper. Another, as in Jesus was the first, he's the second. Okay, Another helper, a comforter, an advocate, a counselor. They're all the same word. To be with you forever. Not going to leave you nor forsake you. You can grieve and quench him, but he's not leaving you. Even the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive. So if you walked in here and you're kind of coming out of the world, you haven't probably received the Holy Spirit yet. Here's the good news. You can receive him tonight. That's the good news. It's like you don't have to leave here without him. Jesus died so you could have him. That's, that's awesome. Good news. This is the good news. Because he, you neither see him nor know him, but you know him, Christians, believers, disciples, for he dwells within you and will be in you. I will not leave you as orphans. Thank you, Lord. I will come to you yet a little while, and the world will see me no more, but you will see me. Because I live, you also will live. In that day, you will know that I am in the Father, and you in me, and I in you. How are you going to know? It says in that day you will know. How are you going to know? Who's going to tell you? The Holy Spirit's going to tell you. That's what he's saying. He's like, in that day, when I give this gift, you will know that I am in the Father, we're one, and you're in me. What does he say? He says, I will put you in my Father's hand, and then I'm going to double seal you. You're going to be in my hand, and no one will take you out. Okay? Bam. Okay? So, and you in me, and then what? I in you. That's the Holy Spirit. I'm going to be in you, the Holy Spirit. There's this union between Father, Son, Holy Spirit, and us. We're all there. Right there in that verse. I don't know. If you should go study that verse. Right there in that verse. You're like, oh, so cool. Whoever has my commandments, I'm holding it in my hand, and keeps them. Oh, should I do them? Yeah. He it is who loves me. And he who loves me will be loved by my Father. That's going to be the next point. Loved by my Father. And I will love him and manifest myself to him. At that point, one of his disciples goes, hold on. Manifest now. Okay, something tangible. Can you give it to me? What, what, what are you going to do? What's tangible? How are you going to manifest yourself? Judas, not Iscariot, good, good qualifier, said to him, Lord, how is it that you will manifest yourself to us and not to the world? How is God going to show the church, how is God going to show believers in Jesus Christ, but not show the world? Because he says that's what he's going to do. Jesus answered him. Everybody's like, come on, what is he going to say? If anyone loves me, so it's not just some people, anyone, anyone that believes in Jesus, anyone that wants the filling of the Holy Spirit, anyone, <laughs> if anyone loves me, he will keep my word, the instruction of Jesus, and my Father will love him. And we, plural, will come to him, Holy Spirit, and make our home with him. That's a gift. Peace. 
peace comes from, my confidence in the indwelling Holy Spirit. The fact I know the Holy Spirit's in me. I know he wants to work through me. Sometimes I have to get out of my own way by yielding. Holy Spirit does not overwhelm you. You're like, well, you know, I want to do a miracle, so just jump on me, Holy Spirit. You yield to him. You yield to him. He does the work. It's so much different than I ever thought. We yield to the Holy Spirit. He does the work through us. All right, I belabored that point. Usually I get stuck on point one. Were you guys surprised? I got stuck on point two tonight. That's progress. Maybe I'll get stuck on point three next time. Okay, this Christmas, will you be the only believer at your house? Because that's possible, right? It can kind of feel lonely like Christ on the cross, right? But Jesus said, I'm not alone. The Father's with me. And you can say, I'm not alone. The Father, the Son, and the the Holy Spirit, right, in me, they're with me. I don't have to go to Christmas alone. I don't have to go to my unbelieving friends, relatives, neighbors alone. I get to go with him into the world and tell them and shine the light and tell them about Christ this Christmas. Of all Christmases, this Christmas, people need hope. People need love. People need joy and people need peace. And you have those emotions in you. We've taught you four weeks now. You just have to go on assignment this week. Go to Christmas and be like, I'm here. And I brought the Holy Spirit. All right? And so let's talk about Jesus. Let's talk about how much God loves you. Let's talk about, you know, all the crud you've been through this year, all the hardship, all that. It can all wash away if just just one thing, you acknowledge God loves you. You accept Him, right? You abide in Him, and you apply His Word to your life. So, anyway, I'm just getting excited. Okay, so here it is. You're going to take the Spirit with you this week, and what's your choice, right? So the point was the indwelling Holy Spirit, right? The action point for you is, I must abide in him, right? If you show up at Christmas having not read the word, not heard the instruction of God, if you show up having grieved or quenched the Holy Spirit with, I just just did whatever I wanted to do this week, then don't expect the presence or the power of the Holy Spirit to just like come out and be like alive. Does that make sense? He's not going to like make you do something. But he wants to do something through you if you'll yield to him this Christmas. All right, we're clear. All right, the third thing, right? Peace comes from my confidence in an infinite love of the Father. The infinite love of the Father. He says here, not as the world gives. Look at verse 27. Peace I leave you. My peace I give you. I'm leaving you the words I talked I'm giving you the peace of the Holy Spirit. Not as the world gives to you do I give. Let not your hearts be troubled. Let, neither let them be afraid. I mean, you tell somebody that right now, and they're like, you got to have two heads. Everybody's scared. It's crazy. But he says, don't let your heart be troubled. Neither let them be afraid. You heard me say, I am going away, and I will come to you. If you loved me, there's the word, you would have rejoiced. 
because I am going to the Father, and the Father is greater than I, and he's going to send you the Holy Spirit. You can just add that. And now I have told you before it takes place, so that when it takes place, you may believe. I no longer talk with you. I will no longer talk with you, talk much with you. Sorry, I can just read it rather than try to memorize it. For the ruler of this world is coming. How is he coming? Judas was already en route. Do, 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 with the soldiers, right? And dwell. the Holy Spirit's probably like already got him all twisted up, right? The Holy Spirit. Did I say Holy Spirit? Satan. Holy buckets. Did I just blaspheme the Spirit? I don't want to do that. Satan had he already had Judas all twisted up, right? Satan. So, so just correct that. Take that out of the video. All right. And he says, he's already coming, but he has no claim on me. But I do as the Father has commanded me, so that the world may know that I love the Father. Okay, now, I do what the Father commanded me. What did the Father command the Son to do? Wasn't pretty. Take on flesh. Love like these humans that we created. Do it in a perfect way, because they couldn't. Train up a few of them. I know, they'll be hard, but train up a few of them. We're going to work through them. And die on a cross to be a sacrificial lamb for them. Why'd he do it? I mean, why in the world would anyone perfect do that? It doesn't seem perfect to me. He did it because he loves you. He did it because he loves me. John 3.16, right? Just pull it out. Let's just do it. <laughs> For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him, that's you, me, anyone that we talk to this Christmas, anyone who believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. That's a gift. That's a peace. What did, what did we say our definition of peace was? What was it? Eternal rest. That's an eternal gift. That's peace. The fact that God loves you. What do you have to do with it, though? What do you have to do with it? You have to accept it. You have to accept the love of Jesus. You have to accept the love of your Father. You have to accept the Holy Spirit loves you and wants to work through you. You have to accept that love. The thing that brings me peace and confidence is the infinite love of the Father. Here's my question to you. Do you know how much the Father loves you? you? Just pause there. Do you know how much the Father loves you? Do you know how much Jesus loves you? Have you even like thought about it at all today? Did you get up in the morning and just kind of bask in it for a second? Somebody loves me. I'll over see my wife. I know she loves me. And Quinn laying by her. I know Quinn loves me. Right? But beyond that, and in a more perfect agape love way, God loves me. He gave me breath. He wants me to do some stuff for him today. He loves me. And it just blows my mind. So it gives me a lot of peace and a lot of confidence this Christmas. And I'm going to go 
to Christmas knowing that God loves me, and because he loves me, I'm so secure in that, I'm going to love others. Lovely or not, right? Because not everybody's lovely, right? You're not lovely. I'm not lovely, but, you know, I'm just going to go whoever I go do Christmas with, I'm just going to love them. Because God loves me so much and I know it. All right. He says, I told you this so that you might believe. So I just got to say it. If you've never believed in Jesus Christ, today is a good day to do that. You'll have a way better Christmas. (laughs) You'll be free from sin. You'll be full of power, right? And I pray that you'll make that decision. I can't coerce you. I can't twist your arm. I could just tell you the benefits. The world gives you temporal gifts, right? The world gives you limited gifts. The world gives you earthly gifts. Your family will do the same. But no matter how good of a gift someone gives you, the best gift giver in your family, no matter how good of a gift they give you, it won't last. It'll be trash one day. You'll throw it away. You'll, you'll, you'll grow tired of that toy. It's nothing like what Jesus gives you. You just need to know that and grasp that. As much as I can, I want to, God loves you. Please accept that, okay? Just, just accept it. Just trust it. He says it, just trust it. All right, now, I want to end our service this way. You see down here, we have, um, you could put that verse on the screen. Um, so, God, I was driving here, and God just brought this verse into my mind, and I was like, oh, that's perfect. <laughs> this is exactly what I need to say at the end. You keep him in perfect peace whose mind has stayed on you because he trusts in you. Trust in the Lord sometimes. Is that what it says? No, no, no. (laughs) It says trust in the Lord forever, always. For the Lord God, Yahweh God, is an everlasting rock. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. You will not slide off of this. This is a firm footing. His instruction, Jesus gave it to us, right? He came down to earth to be like us so we would listen, right? And he gave us some words. And then he's like, hey, I'll leave you the best gift ever. I'm going to give you the Holy Spirit. Will you listen? And then he says, my father's been saying it for a long time. But I just want to reiterate, we love you. Listen. So I flip back over to chapter 16 and I read this verse. I have said these things to you. Verse 33. That in me, you may have peace. In the world, you're going to have a lot of trouble. It's called tribulation. We've all experienced that this year. But take heart, right? I want you to take this heart with you. I want you to put it in your pocket or your purse. Have it on you. Carry it all week. And I want you to take heart, right? I have overcome the world. I've overcome it with my word. I've overcome it with my spirit. And I've overcome it with my love. I have overcome the world. You can have peace and confidence in this. You could trust me. Um, and 
everlasting rock. And we need that firm foundation this year. All right, so during this song, as Steph sings, set my heart, right? I want you to seal this on your heart. I want you to set your heart to this. I'm committed to carrying this around this week and remembering this verse that I should take heart because Jesus has overcome the world. And I have these things, right? I don't know what to call them. These priceless gifts, the Word of God, the Holy Spirit, the love of a precious Father. And I have a lot of peace and confidence in that. All right. So she's going to sing. You're going to come. If you want to write something on it, there's markers down here. They're yours. Take it with you. All right? All right.
given us such good gifts. Let's read his word this week. Let's, let's be reminded of the instruction Jesus gave. Maybe read, read a gospel this week. Or maybe you just read John 13 through 17, what we've been studying or are going to continue to study in the new year. Remember, the Holy Spirit's in you. Let the lion out of its cage. Right? Yield to him. Let him use you. He wants to. What a great gift. The best gift. God gives himself in the form of the Holy Spirit. And then just the love of a father. I don't know how your father loved you, didn't love you. I'm not a perfect father. These kids could all attest to that. But you have a perfect father. And he has loved you perfectly. And you need to feel that deep inside of you. You need to be gripped by the love of God. Because these things will give you peace that passes all understanding. It will guard your heart and soul and mind in Christ Jesus. All right. I don't want to waste these elements, so if you like have somebody you'd like to go do communion with later, you take that. You teach them the same lesson I did from John chapter 16 and John chapter 14. You could be like, hey, I got some notes, so let me tell you about this. And, and you could give them that, and you can disciple somebody this Christmas, all right? So just you feel free to take one, all right, if that would be a, a thing that you could do, all right? And then... Uh, Maybe it's a loved one, a family member. Maybe it's your husband, right? Or anybody, right? And uh, all right. And then there's gifts for y'all because we love you and we wanted to show you tangibly that we do love you. We've never done this before. We've given gifts before. We're never on this scale. And I want to thank Lori and Kristen for, for helping with that and for getting it all ready. Next week we'll be back. It's going to be a bit of a different service. I don't know what we're doing for worship. Whether we're praying or singing or, but I do know this, we got to get our stuff right to go into the new year. So we'll be together. It might be more of a family chat than a worship service, but we're going to worship Jesus and we're going to get after it so that we're ready to go in 2021. All right. You guys have a very Merry Christmas and have peace through it all. You're alive.